Hey guys, what's up? It's Andy. You're listening to the MF CEO Project. That stands for Motherfucking CEO. I'm here with my co-host Von Kohler. If this is your first time listening, um, I'm an entrepreneur. I started my business with my business partner in 1999 with $12,000 that we earned from painting the stripes on parking lots. Um, our first day in sales, we sold $7. Uh, the second day in sales, we sold nothing. It took us eight months to have a day over $200. And today, we own six different companies with cumulative sales of over $100 million. Uh, the goal of this podcast is to bring you the truth, to bring you the honest truth without the sugarcoat, fairy dust, pussified bullshit that we're all getting spoon-fed so much of in today's uh, society. So um, <clears throat> if you're a normal listener, a regular listener, we're going to do something a little bit different here on Thursdays. Um, we're going to start with some question and answers. We've, get, we've been getting a ton of questions, and we've been challenged to uh, figure out how to fit them into um, our regular podcast. So what we're going to do is we're going to put them in on uh, Thursdays as Q&As, and then also uh, do a couple other cool things on Thursdays. So it's going to be a shorter episode, but it's going to be total uh, feedback and interaction with you guys. Um, so, like I said, I'm here with Vaughn. What's going on, dude? Oh, things are great. I'm excited for this new venture. Yeah, it's going to be cool, man. You know, it's hard to work them in. Our goal is to keep the Tuesday podcast under an hour, yeah. which we have a hard time doing anyway. So yeah, you're kind of loquacious. Yeah. I Yeah, whatever that is. <laughs> you talk a lot. <laughs> yeah. So, um, we, uh, we decided, hey, well, you know what? We'll work it in on Thursdays, and we'll do some yeah. other things. We'll, we'll do some Q&As today. Um, We'll do some other short, uh, different style episodes on Thursdays, and it'll be something a little bit different. Yeah, I'm excited about this too because we are we are getting a lot of emails, and and frankly, I I feel kind of guilty because there are so many people emailing us, and it's uh, well emailing you, but uh, it, it's just it's a little overwhelming. It's encouraging, but it's overwhelming, and trying to respond to everybody. Um, but this will give us a chance to really uh, give back to people well, who support, are sending in their questions. The support questions. so yeah. far has been crazy. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, it's been nuts. You guys have killed it for us. I mean, we're we're consistently in the top 10 on iTunes. It's been awesome, which blows my mind. I didn't expect that right out the gate. Um, of course, you know, my goal is to be number one. Yeah. But to be in the top 10, you know, right out of the gate and stay there, Mm-hmm. is a testament to the loyalty of our listeners. So um, thank you guys so much for for even really giving a shit about what we have to say. It's pretty awesome. Definitely. So we've, we're, we're getting bombarded with questions. Uh, honestly, it's just, it's so much, it's hard to pick which ones to answer. And Vaughn and I were talking a minute ago about what would make it easier for us to uh, to pick which ones to respond to. If you want to go over that with the guys, yeah. pretty, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. So simple pointers, guys. Number one, if at all possible, have your question in the subject line of the email. Uh, that's going to, if it's a good question, it's going to get our attention right away. So if, if you can do it, I mean, some of you are kind of clever in, in what you uh, what you put in the subject line, but really. Well, you know the, what that comes from. That comes from that Facebook post <laughs> I did a while back. Yeah. I told a story on Facebook one time because uh, I get so many emails. I mean, and I'm not trying to sound weird. It's just, it's a lot. It's a lot yeah. of emails. I mean, oh, I get yeah. so many, I can't respond. And I feel bad because I want to respond because I truly appreciate and have gratitude for anyone who gives a fuck about what I have to say. Right. So right. it makes me feel bad, but I don't always get to to pick, you know, to choose which one. 
Right. <laughs> of course, of course. My 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 goal is we are going to respond to all of them. Yeah. I mean, twenty years from now, you might get an email from Andy, but yeah, it's <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get to you, and don't think that we don't see you or or that we're ignoring you. It's just it's overwhelming. And right. I think, uh, by the way, I'll say this right now: if you're in St. Louis, where we are, um, and you're looking to be a part of what we're doing, we are going to start taking applications for interns. Right. Um, we're going to have more details about that, so stay tuned if that's something you're interested in. And you got to be a college student. You have to be a college, yeah. college student. Um, Locally in, at St. Louis. And local in St. Louis, Missouri. But, um, and you can't be a pussy, all right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if you qualify um, our basic qualification requirements, uh, we, we are going to have a spot for at least one intern, maybe two interns. Yeah. We're going to get into some Q&A here, and we're going to do uh, about 20 minutes of it. Um, Oh, I forgot to finish my story. Well, well yeah, yeah, finish your story because well, my was, story was it was about putting. No, putting my story clever was is I, I, you have to, like I people want to stand out, and I got right. this message in my Facebook one time, and it's all it said in the subject line was boobies. <laughs> of course, I'm gonna fucking click on it, you know. And then it was like this serious email about, and I was like, dude, that's that's clever. All right, yeah, yeah. so as clever as that is, yeah. and it probably will work. Don't do it because it won't get your question answered. You right. know what Vaughn's saying is be. Um, be specific with your question in the subject yeah. line because it allows us to really filter through and figure out where that question will fit in and it betters your chances for us answering it on air. Right. So right. so the second, I've just got three things to say. The second thing is, and, and I'm again, I want to be sensitive because a lot of you guys are very passionate about what you're sharing and and frankly, some of the, some of the emails are very moving and we love them. But uh, try your best to put your question right at the top of the email and then if you have some back information or backstory, then do that afterwards. Um, because honestly, reading through paragraphs and paragraphs to try to find, uh, the, to question. Try to find the question is... It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. And it's going to make it less likely that, that your question is going to get answered. So put the question right up front and then just say, okay, and now for some back information. And then the final thing is just... Guys, you know, do your best to listen, you know, listen to the podcast, uh, listen to the content. And if it's a question that we've already covered in the in the podcast, then, you know, don't email us. Don't ask, fucking ask it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I mean, again, I don't I don't want to be mean, but, you know, if we've clearly answered this question on the podcast, then yeah. don't ask it And guys, it again. if you're interested in uh, in getting Q&As more frequently, I, I am always on Periscope now. Yeah. Um, download the Periscope app. I'm at Andy Frisella on Periscope. I do daily Periscope Q and A's. Um, I try to do, I try to do it every day, but I'm at least every other day on Periscope, and that's cool because if you guys don't know what Periscope is, it is an application that is basically like a TV channel. And <clears throat> if you haven't used it, it is fucking awesome mm -hmm. because basically I'm I'm on the screen and you write your question in, and I see it. It pops up. I answer it in real time. It's really really cool. It would be like if you could ask you know, live questions on the evening news or whatever. It's right. re really cool. Right. Um, yeah, no, so if you guys incredible. are interested, check out Periscope, download it and follow me at, at Andy Frisella. And, um, and that's another way to get your questions answered. A lot of good questions on that. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you know, um, without any further ado, yeah, let's get into this. So I'm the first question is actually been asked by so many people that it, I'm not going to specify one person that, uh, that is asking it, but it's this question. Is Andy Frisella available for mentoring? I'm always available for mentoring. Okay. I, I'm, I, I have a podcast. I have Instagram. I have Periscopes daily. I give my mentoring away for free. 
there's nothing that I'm going to tell you in person that is going to be really any different than what I would tell you here or what I would tell you on Periscope or Instagram. It's all going to be lessons that you, if you're an entrepreneur, should be able to pull apart and reapply to your situation. Okay. Mm. You don't need somebody. Let me rephrase this. And, and we've got more resources on the way in the next year. Absolutely. We've so. got a number of books. We have three books we're working on. We have, a, mm -hmm. we have a number of courses that we're designing mm -hmm. that are all going to be available for you guys to work through these issues. But let's get, get down to the point on this. If you're an entrepreneur, you have to have a certain level of problem-solving ability, an ability to reframe information and apply it to your situation. One of the best skills I've been able to develop as a person is being able to read something about another company that is totally unaffiliated with ours, take that principle and apply it to my business and make it work. And if you don't have that ability to do that, if you don't have the ability to take information and say, okay, um, ABC, and then and then this worked for them, and then re reapply that to whatever your situation is. You know, I'm in the sports nutrition world pretty pretty much. That's what our main business is. Let's say you're in construction, and we're talking about pit principles. If, if I tell you a story about how we did it, you know, over here in our business, you should be able to, as an entrepreneur, pull that apart, reapply that into your business as a basic entrepreneurial skill. If you don't have that skill, you need to either develop it. And if you can't develop it, you will not be successful as an entrepreneur. It will not be for you. So when you talk about mentoring, you don't need somebody to hold your fucking hand. You just need to take the initiative. And, and, and I get it. Being an entrepreneur is a scary thing. You feel alone sometimes. You feel like, fuck, I don't know what I'm going to do. I can remember when I felt that way, when I was terrified all the time. And to be completely honest with you guys, there isn't a fucking day that I go to bed not terrified to this day. That's just part of being an entrepreneur. So, you know, man the fuck up and realize this is part of the process. Mm -hmm. You've got to be able to apply information and you've got to understand that nobody's going to fucking hold your hand. Mm -hmm. because anybody that's worthwhile holding your hand, to be completely honest with you, you can't fucking afford. Right, and I'm glad you brought that up because, and again, I, I, I don't, for those of you- And who, I don't you, mean that to be an asshole. Yeah, no, no, I, like, and what I, I'm saying I is, say is the, the information behalf. that you want is, like for me to do that, it would be so expensive for you to afford what my time would be or any other worthy you know, entrepreneurial mentor would be that- it wouldn't make sense. Right. So so utilize these tools that we're giving you for free and and let me help you that way. Yeah. You know, do I have people I mentor? Absolutely, but they're close friends, they're people I've known. And usually, you know, if I take on uh if I take on an account to mentor or, or a business to mentor or consult, dude, I'm getting equity in that business. I'm not doing it for fucking right. a salary. Right. You know, we're becoming partners. Right. No, I, I, the people who have asked me, um, just one on one, uh, what I've told them is, you know, honestly, it's either, it's either all or nothing. And I, I've told them basically, if Andy, you know, you, you obviously have the, have the ability to make, the choices for your own life. And so there are times I'm sure you're going to say, yeah, I am going to help that person, but you're right. going to do it basically because you want to. And out of the kindness I, of your heart, I either do it for free. Right. Or, or, a I, lot or of money. I'm getting a piece of your pie. Yeah. And that's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, just, just know that going in when you guys email, um, again, never hurts to ask. I appreciate the, the initiation uh, initiative. Right. I'm, I'm sure you do too, but, but, just but realistically, but the practicality yeah. of it is impossible to make yeah. happen. I mean, I've got my companies that I run in addition to all the stuff that I do. Right. It's just not practical for me to do that. Right. 
you know, it's just not unless I'm going to get a huge payout of it or unless it's one of those one in a million cases where I just feel like I can help and with very little effort and make a big difference in that person's, you know, career. Right, right, exactly. And I, and again, I enjoy doing. And again, what Andy said at the beginning, which is, you know, 80 to 85 percent of the stuff that you're going to you're going to uh, download the on the well that well, and it's going to be free and that yes there will be some products that will be paid and 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 some services that will be paid but so much of what you offer is free that you know why not take advantage of it yeah but Vaughn here's where this comes in okay and this I get this question a lot too a lot of the people who ask this question are under the assumption that there's some sort of secret recipe or secret message that I'm withholding because I'm not charging for it. And they think there's something that I'm not telling. Right. And the truth of it is, is that I'm telling you everything you need to know. That's the truth. If you're one of these people who thinks that there's people out there that have this fucking pixie dust business secret that they're going to tell you and you're going to go out and go do something and make it work for you, it does not fucking exist. If you could accept that right now, your life will be so much easier. Yeah. You will move forward so much faster. Yeah. And you accept the fact that you just got to do the work. You have to make a smart plan and there's no fucking shortcut. Dude, that is the shortcut. That is the secret. That's the special secret that, you know, (laughs) nobody wants to talk about it because it's not sexy. But I'm telling you guys and anybody who's built anything, if they're not trying to sell you a program, will tell you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah will tell you what I'm telling you. Now, yeah. if they're trying to sell you shit, they're going to tell you, oh, I got this fucking secret back here. Right. You know, and I'll tell you that if you pay me. Right. Exactly. I'm telling you all I know, guys. So. Yeah. All right. So we, uh, I think, sufficiently answered that question. Yeah. So the next question is from Boris. Can you guess where Boris is from? Uh, his, name, his full name is Boris Volkov. Oh, geez. He's from uh, Mother Russia. Yeah, Mother Russia, the former Soviet Union. Don't be offended by yeah. that, Boris. That's how we in America think of you know Russia as the former Soviet Dude, Union. Dude, the Americans think of Russia as Rocky Four. I I was. That's all oh, they think. You beat when me you to the think, punch. When, when you think of Russia, I say Drago. All, all, all I think of is, is I must break you. Yeah, you, you know? will lose. That's yeah. what people think of. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. That 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 speech at the end of Rocky Four is yeah. very moving. Dude, that's my favorite Rocky movie. Oh, by far. Sure. Yeah. yeah, except for Apollo Creed dying, but you know. Yeah, it sucks. But the the movie though, like no, yeah. when I think of like the best Rocky movie, I, I don't think Rocky Four. I mean, it, it's so far ahead of all the other ones that yeah. it's just yeah, you know, yeah, it just is. Uh, yeah, like, dude, when he's running through the the fucking snow, like, oh, with the logs yeah. on his back and shit. Oh yeah, like dude, that's hey, listen, badass shit. Before my wife and I got married, she broke our engagement. The next morning, I went for a run and listened to the theme song to Rocky Four, yeah. and I was like, I'm gonna win her back. You want that, her back by like running through Russia I, I, snow? I did. With like a log well, sort of, sort of. I want her. I want her back by being really charming. Um, <laughs> okay, so Boris says, "I am a CEO, and I want to be an MF CEO." I've worked at a machine shop for 18 years and literally ran it for 12 years with an absentee boss who anybody rarely saw. I also worked hard, as is the Russian way. I like that little right. Russian nationalism yeah, there. I like okay. that. He's, he's proud. Yeah, and he writes, he writes, by the way, work hard or die yeah. sounds better in Russian. So we need to figure out right. how to say that. But anyway, so he recently quit and started his, his own shop, et cetera, et cetera. Here's his question. I kind of skipped skipped over a couple of things, but here's his question. Andy, my question is, how do you build a customer base from the ground up? I work hard. I do cold calls, door to door, flyers, emails, etc. I can't support my family with the work I have now, but 
you know, he's he's hoping to eventually. So, you know, any thoughts? Okay, on, I got a on couple, a couple, both traditional and digital ways yes, to build your customers. A couple base. tips on this that are very effective, and people overlook them because they're so simple. And when I tell people these tips, they usually look at me and they're like, "Come on, dude! Like, what's the real secret?" Okay, and here's the secret. And anybody who works for me will tell you that I preach this nonstop. I grew my retail company 100% per year five years in a row, um, starting in 2007. The worst economic environment ever, mm-hmm. okay, in the United States. Um, I did it on a simple, a simple philosophy. You take one customer and you make them tell a friend. You turn one opportunity into two, Okay. You, you do such a great job for one customer that he has to tell somebody else. And there's ways to do that. There's ways, you know, A, providing an excellent product. B, providing over-the-top service where they can't help but go to Facebook or go to Instagram and tell a story about how you went over the top. Not only did Boris machine every single part that I needed with perfection, he also changed the battery in my car when it died in his parking lot. Okay, people, there will be opportunities for you to go the extra mile and make these crazy stories for people to talk about. But you have to realize that every time that happens, you have to do it. You can't just make it a one time thing. So it's not just have a great product. It's use the opportunities you have to create tremendous stories about your brand or business to your advantage by by taking advantage of the opportunities when they present themselves. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So sense. that's where you start. You just start by being a good fucking dude and doing the right thing and going so over the top for your customers, regardless if they paid for it or not, that they tell people about you. That's how you get word of mouth going. And word of mouth matters because we don't, as a culture, and I'm not sure how it is in Russia, but I would assume that it's similar um, if he's even paying attention to anything that I have to say here. We as a culture do not buy off advertising. That's a not a genuine or trusted media. We don't buy the message from the company. What we buy is the recommendations from our friends. So our job is to create situations where people recommend us. That is how you start building not only just more customers, but that's how you start building a culture around your brand, whether that brand be donuts. You know, we have a local company here called Strange Donuts that's developed a huge Mm -hmm. culture, okay? Um, whether that be supplements, whether that like what we do, whether that be Harley Davidson, you know, whether that be Boris's machine shop in Russia, everybody can do that. And it just takes effort. So that's where you start. Um, the other thing that you can do that, that, that I think is important is to make sure you follow up with your customers after the sale in a way that's over the top. One thing that we've always done is we do handwritten thank you notes on almost every order. It's 80% of our orders get handwritten thank you notes. And we do a lot of fucking orders. You don't do one of those like electronic things that sign your name? No, it's a person. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's impressive. You know, write them a thank you note. Show that you care is really what it comes down to. Because right now, in the day of technology, everything is text, Instagram, Facebook, automated tellers at the grocery store, uh, you know, automated tellers at the bank, you know, you go to Home Depot or the hardware store or Lowe's or whatever, there's one checker and a bunch of automated shit. The human interaction element is at an all-time low, which creates an opportunity that when you 
when you step up and give that, it stands out. All right. So those simple tools can help you generate a ton of business. It just takes a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. All right. When I started in business, we didn't have social media. We didn't have Facebook or Instagram. The internet was brand new. There wasn't review sites. You know how I got people to come to our store is by doing such a fucking good job with, with customer number one that he went and told customer number two, three, and four, every time the conversation of supplementation and nutrition or working out came up, he would say, dude, you got to go see these guys over here. You know, and your job as a, as a CEO should be to own the conversations that come up about your brand and to own them. So whenever people, your, uh, your colleagues or your uh, people that are in your industry are getting together at cocktail parties or, you know, vodka tastings in Russia, you know, uh, or at Rocky Four boxing matches, you know, whatever you guys <laughs> do over in Russia, when you're, when you're people that do business, you get together your job should be to own the fucking conversation. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that they say, Oh dude, Oh, you, you need machining. You need to go talk to my boy, Boris. He's the fucking man. And that's how that works. But, but companies don't do it because when I tell them, a, they sound, they think it's like so simple that they're like, dude, that doesn't work, which it does. And B, it takes work. It takes effort. It takes genuine caring to do. So, you know, there, like I said in the beginning a minute ago, there is no secret. This is basic shit. You've just got to execute on it every single time. You know, in our company, we have an award we give out every month called Go the Extra Mile Award. And it's to, it's to reward the mentality and the core value of going the extra mile for customers, knowing that when you go the extra mile for customers, it creates tremendous word of mouth. So we actually, in, in our company, we have an award that we give out every month that if you win it, you get an extra paycheck and it's basically, you know, who went the extra mile the best. And, dude, we have stories from people changing out batteries in the car, like I mentioned a minute ago, to sweeping out uh, or helping people move, to sweeping out local gyms when, when they've had hardships and cleaning them up, making sure they're still running. We've had guys in our company go open other people's business when they, like, had a death in the family and the store was going to be closed. They went and fucking ran it for them for a day or two. I mean, dude, this is this is shit that creates creates loyalty for life for your company. So, anything you can do along those lines is gonna is gonna be what grows your business in today's day and age. Because, and I'm talking about outside having a tremendous product. You know, machining machine shop. There's a billion of them, so you got to figure out how to stand out. And and when you're running a commodity service or a commodity business, the best way you could stand out is by blowing people away with your customer service interaction and care for them. So awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Um, okay. So next question, but again, Boris, thank you so much. Uh, we apologize for, yeah, uh, Boris, we, I we, hope that helps, man. It's, yeah. It's, it's really, we totally stereotyped his entire country, of course, by okay. talking about vodka and it's Drago all, all and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's, uh, don't get offended. Cause you know how Andy's going to respond. <laughs> get over it. Yeah. Right. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. So next question for the MF CEO. This is from, who is this? Well, I'll, <laughs> this is from Michael Scott. Michael Scott. I don't know if it's the Michael Scott of Dunder Mifflin, the office fame, but, uh, and I'm sure he gets that joke all the time, but this is a guy named Michael Scott. He says, hey, Andy, thanks for doing this. It's really great to get insight from someone who won't give nice, delicate answers. Anyway, on to my question. This year I started a company. I developed the brand, created the products, and tested them over and over again. People loved it. 
and I was able to partner with a very good company. With this company, I have the ability to make to have a resounding effect for marketing, but I do not have the capital to make much product. So if I market it widely, there will be no way I can meet the demand, assuming there will be one. This led me to find an investor, so I did. I found an investor who is willing to give me the capital I need to launch, but some are saying that I should start small and not bring someone else in. So you can kind of imagine his question is, what do you think? Should I make a deal with the investor or try to grow it by myself when I don't have enough money to make my product? That's a great question. Yeah, it's a very difficult question to answer because there's really two ways you can go about it. You can do what we did where we constantly reinvested our money over the course of 10 years back into our business and didn't get paid, okay? And that's definitely a good way to do it because we maintained our equity, we maintained our ownership of our company, we maintain control, we don't have to answer to anybody. And I love that about what we do, okay? So that's how we did it. But the problem with that is that, you know, A, it took us 10 years to get anywhere. B, most people won't stick with something for 10 years. C, if your product is great, and let's say it's maybe it's a product that can get passed by in technology or can be outgrown um, by technological advances, that amount of time could make your business fail because you're not able to, to, to hit or strike when the iron is hot for your product. So, you know, it, I don't, did he say what kind of product it was? He didn't. Okay, so I don't know the product, but um, when you're dealing with something that you have to inventory, a lot of times, man, it's important to, you're going to have to take other people's money to, to inventory if you want to strike when it's hot. I'm, I'm doing a deal right now with a guy who is uh, working on a fitness concept, um, a piece of equipment. I'm not going to talk about, say the name or, or say who it is, but he's a billionaire, okay? And <clears throat> his product to do what he wants to do, he's because the product's going to hit and the way that it's going to be marketed is going to come on so strong that even though he's a billionaire, and you know, when I say billionaire, you know, we're talking about assets, not liquid all the time. A lot of people mistake that. A lot of people think a billionaire has a billion dollars in cash. Right. You know, that's not always the case. But even this guy who is well funded is gonna have to take other people's money to meet the demand of of the sales in order to have enough inventory produced to meet the price point that needs to happen to make the margins happen. So, you know, it depends on the product to be honest, but like if you have a product or a service that you can do it on your own by reinvesting and you're willing to take that time, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. That's what we did. Um, and I'm, I'm proud and happy that we did that now, but in hindsight, you know, had, could I be where I'm at in five years by using somebody else's money? I would have fucking done it in a second. So my answer is, is if, you know, I can't give you an answer because I don't know the product, but if your product has any potential at all of being passed up or, or it's, a, it's a strike while the iron's hot type product or it's a product that can be um, consumed by advancing technology, you know, technology is advancing at such a ridiculous rate that things that are brand new today, next year are obsolete. And if that's the case for your product, you have to use somebody else's money to have the inventory to meet the demand and make your business viable right now. Mm-hmm. So uh, not knowing what the product is, that's the best advice I can give you. Okay, Michael, yeah. hope, hopefully that was helpful. I think it should be. Uh, I think that's it for this, uh, yeah, guys, this episode. We, we, uh, we took a little longer. Normally, this could be 20 minutes. The reason we took a little longer is explain to you what we were going to do differently. But uh, 
We're going to try to keep it under 20 minutes, 25 minutes. I think we're a little bit over that right now, but, um, <clears throat> but that's going to be the basis of how we're going to do things on Thursday. And sometimes we might come in with a show that's going to be a bullet point show, sort of like if you listen to the 4th of July episode I did, something like that, but just something a little bit different, yeah. you know, to work in more interaction with you guys. Yeah. Uh, just a couple more things real quick before we uh, close up. Uh, one is that I want to just tell people again how thankful we are uh, for the reviews. The, they continue to roll in, and I, honestly, please don't stop. I mean, it's yeah, been guys, awesome. The uh, um, the you guys have picked up a slack on the reviews big time and it's super helpful. Um, you know, my goal, and, and I said this this morning on my Periscope, I want to change the fucking world. Okay. And it's, this is not something like, Oh, I want to change the world. I'm just sick of the fucking world. Hmm. You know, it's not, I want to do it. It's just, it needs to be fucking changed. And this p- politically correct, everybody wins bullshit that we've been consumed with for the last fucking 15 years needs to fucking stop. And, and that's, that's the goal. So the long end term goal, which I get asked a lot, what's your goal? My goal is to get back to where the fuck we used to be and be, be great, a fuck great country, a great economy, hard workers that do what the fuck they're supposed to do. And, and that's my goal is to send that message. So the more, and I, and I know the people that listen here agree with that message because the resounding support speaks for itself. So if you guys agree with that message, the way we can help do this is by getting this message out there more. And the way that we do that is by leaving reviews because it pushes up the charts on iTunes. Absolutely. So it helps us a lot. And, and, um, <clears throat> I, I should also mention too, because we've been talking about it and people have been asking about it. Um, we're going to set a date real soon to start announcing the winners of the review. Cause what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring all of them in here and we'll have a drawing and you can, yeah. we'll start with, uh, just knocked over my pop anyway. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna have a drawing to uh, to to draw the first five winners. I'm not sure what they're gonna get yet, but yeah. uh, we talked about some different things, and then we'll do that. And we'll also have details on the fifty thousand dollar entrepreneurial giveaway coming up soon on the podcast. Yeah. Um, that's something that a lot of you guys have been asking about. That's something that we are gonna do, and we'll have details very soon on that. Right. Send uh, if you're if you're a college student in the St. Louis area, send an email to askandy at themfceo.com and just put in the um, in the subject line intern. Now, if you if you're not really an intern and you put that in the subject subject line to get our attention, it will go very bad for you. So uh, <laughs> we will not it, answer your question. Yeah, we, we definitely won't answer your question. But um, I guess the last thing I you've told them about your Periscope, your your yeah. Andy Frisella on Periscope. Yeah. I'm Vaughn Kohler, V A U G H N K O H L E R on Instagram. Andy is. Andy Frisella on Instagram, and then Snapchat is what? MFCEO-1. MFCEO-1, and same uh, Andy Frisella on yeah, Facebook. The Periscope thing's cool. So. You guys should check that out. It's very, very cool. It's it like is. A, it's like a live podcast. There's no editing. There's no... It's just on the spot. I like it because I feel like, you know, it separates the people who know their shit from the people that are pretending to know their shit. Yeah. You know, um, <clears throat> it's it's cool. I follow a lot of really cool guys on... on uh, on Periscope, I'm learning a lot. It's really, is there a, really is there a limit? Because I know I was I was in one of your sessions one time, and yeah. and it said something like overload. If you don't get in right away on the on the broadcast, um, I think it's like first five hundred. You can't yeah. you can't. Ask oh good, a question. It's, it's actually five hundred. Yeah. Oh good. I, uh, but you can be in. You just can't answer questions. Yeah, you can watch. Oh okay. And then sometimes if you log back out and log back in, yeah, let you, you let bump you, somebody. Right. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. Well, finish up. Finish this up. All right, guys. Well, that's it. Um, Send us your questions. Keep them coming. Keep the reviews coming. Uh, like Vaughn said, 
we appreciate everything that you're doing for us very much. Let us know if we can do something different to help you guys. Um, our job is to help you guys get results. I am here to mentor you guys and to help you guys any way that I can. That's why we do this. That's the purpose of this. Um, so bring us your questions and we'll answer them. And, uh, and I guess that's it, man. That's it. All right. We'll see you later.